monsters in the wall, monsters in an underground cave, and monsters popping up from the back seat. We're talking about Dark Light, and it was horrifying. The show where we talk about scary movies that are horrifying for all the wrong reasons. We're your hosts, Sadie. And Matt. And this week we're talking about Dark Light. Yes, Dark Light. Yes. Not to be confused with Dark Light. <laughs> it is Dark Light. This is Dark Space Light, not Dark Light, Dark Light, no space. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but first, before we go there, let's talk about something good. So mine's a little weird. Mine was this, uh, like internet video that people have been sharing around of this guy. Uh, I think he calls himself ticked off Vic. Oh, yeah. Um, just kind of doing one of those little at the camera rants, um, about the whole situation going on right now as far as people being told to stay home from work and mortgage payments and all sorts of things. But he's very angry and like red faced and spitting at the camera <laughs> the entire time. But. Making some good points. I liked it. I showed it to her. I think she liked it. Well, you, you sent it to me. Oh. <laughs> but, sorry <laughs> to call myself out. Story of my life. No, you sent it to me, but Harper was asleep, and our daughter's music, she has to listen to music at night. She's been doing it since she was, you know, two, and so she's seven and still has to listen to music at night. But her music was going through my phone, and I oh. was worried that if I tried to play the video <laughs> to listen to it, that, yeah, it would scare her. Start She'd wake up with this her. guy screaming profanities this at her. fucking thing! <laughs> yeah. So I didn't watch it yet, because um, I didn't get a chance today with homeschooling stuff, no. so. What was he saying? I mean, I, don't, I mean, I guess I'll find out, but. Yeah, um, it was a lot about, um, the way the government needs to be handling things right now, I guess, in short, without getting into too much detail. It's only about five minutes long, but right. it's pretty good. That I'm guessing we shouldn't be, like, opening up or... Correct. Okay, I was going to say, is his argument that we should be? Do you and I need to have an argument? Because <laughs> in this household, we believe to no. stay home. No. Uh, I'm just kidding. Okay, for me, something good. Um, I don't know. I've just been rewatching old... Amazing Race episodes. Yeah. You have definitely been doing that. I just, you know how I am. And I just get so focused into something. If I start watching something, I feel like I just need to watch all, you know, 30 episodes, seasons of it. Yeah. Um, so I've just been watching those and they're just so good. I just really like them. I just, I love the way that you pick like your favorite team and your least favorite team and just get super invested into. It's more fun that way. If you don't, if you don't have a team you really are rooting for, then it's not as fun. But sometimes the team you're really rooting for, like, doesn't make it as far as you need to. So then you have the team you really don't like. So then you start to root for anyone other than the team that you really right. don't like. The whole enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. Type. And so, yeah. So sometimes I'll have like two or three that I kind like that I like and then one or two that I don't like as much. 
But not every season gives me the ones that I, like, really hate. But every once in a while, a good one pops up of just, mmm, <laughs> I don't like you. Do you have an all-time favorite pairing, favorite team? Ooh. Is it Jet and Cord? The Cowboys? Mmm. I don't know. All-time favorite team, that's a very tough question because you know I'm really not good at picking favorites because um, I'll just feel bad for you, all the teams that I don't that get their say. I don't know. I think Luke and Margie are Is usually the, my favorite. The boy and his mom? The, yes. The boy, yeah. yeah, that they boy, do the ASL. Like the boy, but... he's in his 20s. Yeah, the guy and his mom. And I just love that Phil learned some, which I mean, that's not about them as a team, but Phil learned some sign language and just they seem to typically argue less than everybody else. And they tend to be very like get along well with everybody else. And I feel like they, I don't know. I just like them. All right. Sorry. That was a really long tangent. It's a long something. You asked me. I did. did. (laughs) Okay. So should we talk about the movie now then? Do you want to introduce it? Uh, Dark Light is a 2019 film available on Netflix. The synopsis for Dark Light is implicated in her daughter's disappearance. A mother searches for answers when she returns to an old family home that may have an unwanted visitor. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and lay this out here because it's going to come up and it's going to be awkward until we get there. I really liked the first like half hour of this movie. Oh, yeah? I thought it was going to be a really good movie. From the first opening shot, I thought was really creepy looking house in the field and like how you see the grass move. I felt like that the director was really, I personally felt that the director was really good at setting up some very suspenseful shots and angles. And that until the moment we saw the monster for the first time, it had me. All the dramatic scenes sucked. Every scene that wasn't a suspenseful, thrilling scene, mm-hmm. I was like, this is dragging, the the dialogue is stifled, the acting's not convincing. But then, like, when they'd have scenes where she'd go out and the lights were going off, maybe it's just because I'm afraid of cornfields, so I was scared for her. But, like... <laughs> a lifelong fear of corn and corn-related products. When I was little... Watching Field of Dreams, I used to get scared. The corn was whispering to him. How is it not? I know it's not the corn that was whispering to him, but it was scary to me that there was just whispering. If you build it, they will come. It creeped me out. Anyway. So I was kind of the opposite. I liked once the monster showed up and started wrecking stuff. And I wish that there was more of that. Oh, really? showed up earlier. Yeah, we're kind of on the opposite end. Yeah. We, We both liked about half of it. But just the opposite halves. I mean, for me, it's like the same thing that ruined signs for me is that I thought the alien guy looked goofy and just obviously a like a person goofy. in a suit. I thought they did a pretty good job. I think if they had had the budget to really CGI it, yeah. then it probably would have looked a lot cooler because it's, you know, the dome head yeah. with the light bulb thing and the scraggly teeth. It was a scary looking monster, but yeah, yeah you could definitely tell it was just a dude in a suit. Like, blah, 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 blah. See, I think my thing is... My introduction to horror, I mean, I never watched a ton of it, but when I was little, we used to watch, you know, Alfred Hitchcock sometimes. Right. And that I feel like I often ascribe to his school of thought that sometimes, like, as our imagination, 
I've had really freaky nightmares in my life. I feel like my imagination can be so much scarier than what. Than what? Yeah. And so screen? I love when they showed, like, when they would show it kind of in the distance and you would kind of get an idea of what it might be. I mean, how. The freaking scarecrow was scary to me. I was like, oh my God, the scarecrow's <laughs> going to start moving. And like, that's going to have, I'm really it's annoyed that the scarecrow had nothing to do with it because no. it kept creeping it's me out. Creepy image. And so I thought that it was going to be like, that's one of them hanging up there to look at, you know, watch it. And like, and what I built up in my head in the first like 20 to 30 minutes was so much creepier yeah. than what was delivered both in the story of where I thought the story was going and in what the the product ended up looking like that I was really let down. And then I started to not like it so much. Oh. Well, I was the opposite. Yeah, I liked the monster. <laughs> I was hoping that we would see more of him and he would be chasing people around and killing people a little bit more. Right. I thought for sure you would not have liked the first half because of how crazy and weird time jumpy it is. I didn't at first, and then but then I understood what they were doing. I had to start keeping a little timeline like written down yeah. of like when they were at any given point in time because they start with her in the house like right. shooting the thing and shooting her husband, right? And then, and then it jumps to her in being arriving interviewed. at the house after that, and then oh right to the and police to station the police being station. interrogated, right. and then it's like back. To when she first showed up, and then back to the police station, and then back yeah. to the night. Like, they jump back and forth a lot between these three or yeah. so timelines. And as a person who is constantly asking for more, like, information of where and when they are in time, I, I figured you would have hated that. they did a pretty decent job of giving us, at the very first time it jumped, yes, when it jumped from the very beginning to them coming into the house, I was like, wait, okay, so has that, is that just like a hint of like, you know, how sometimes movies give you a taster of the end or yeah. like, is that this and this is how it starts or is that like Usually just her daughter just look exactly like her as a kid and she looks exactly like her mom looked exactly like her and these are yeah the later um, or whatever. But then once they brought her to the police station and were asking her about her daughter and stuff like that i was like okay i get it i get where we are now like what's happening see it took me a little while i guess to to figure out when everything because usually if they're gonna jump back it'll be two months earlier right right to to help no me they out. definitely so still should have that done out that. on my own right because yeah they open with her shooting the husband and then they go to a scene of her like arriving at the house and they're she's like not friendly but like cordial with the right. husband and I'm like they're pretty casual about the fact that he just got shot in the stomach by right. you. <laughs> not mentioning it right because it hasn't happened yet and yeah so, yeah it's, I it, that took me out a little bit trying to figure out when right. everything was yeah I don't know why I like it just I lobbed on to that quickly and and lobbed yes oh my gosh just <laughs> Oh my goodness. I figured that out quickly. And so it didn't bother me. It did bother me. Like I said, in the beginning, like I put a note, I said, did we go back in time or forward? Did I miss it? But then like two notes later, I go, never mind. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I scratched well, out my note. After the movie was over, I figured like it just, it seems like it would have worked just as well in chronological order. If they yeah. just show, started with her showing up at the house and then all the weird stuff happens and she shoots the husband and the police interrogator. Because once right. she gets arrested and is in the little prison transport and 
escapes, you know, mm-hmm. when it goes off the bridge, everything is just in regular time after that. They're not jumping back and forth after that. Yeah, I will say I was confused about how much time lapsed from when she was like, I guess, like picked up from the house and the daughter had gone missing and everything. And then when she was getting in the prison transport, because it seems like that would be her being taken off. But the, and then they were going to have like, you know, yeah, she the regular trials and everything. But a cop in the the transport was like, I've been following your case. And I'm like, yeah. following it for how and long? The other, the other prisoner in there seemed to know who she was. Yeah. And yeah, the, that's another product of jumping back and forth in time so much as you don't know but they never even been. covered that part in that time nope. like and that that bothered me that bothered me a lot so i guess i was a little nervous to start because i was like mm, i don't want to say i like this movie because every review i've read about it has been trashing it nonstop. so maybe i'm the only one who liked bits about it you just had your guard up the whole time <laughs> i really did i really liked i liked the beginning Part just I I felt like there was a lot of suspense being built up in that tension, and then I felt like once I saw it, there was still some tension, but not as much tension because it just took me out of it so much. Yeah. What did you think? I okay. So one of our favorite games that we always play is who is this person a mixture of? Um, yeah. When we see an actress or an actor that we don't know. So did you have anybody for this our our lead? Because I did, and I was hoping that you might have thought. The same person. I don't think I had anybody for our lead. Okay, so she. You're very excited me. about yours. Just tell me <laughs> yours first, then. Well, I wanted to instead give of putting you an me on the spot. <laughs> so she reminded me a lot of Malin Ackerman um, from Watchmen and like Heartbreak Kid and those. Kind oh of- yes, I did see that. I did. There were certain times when she would. But I didn't know that I couldn't remember her name and didn't feel like looking it up. So I didn't look it up. I'm sorry. I was so being lazy. Her and then a little bit of um, Olivia Wilde, I thought. I, I could see that see too. Her as yeah. Well. I know. I definitely saw the Malin yes. Ackerman. I feel like that's remember. who they really wanted and couldn't right. get. And right. Like, this is pretty close. Right. Because, yeah, that's what I thought of. But I, I was just thinking of, I was, I was like, I bet Matt's going to think about this because she looks like the girl from. What is it? The Heartbreak Kid? The yes. one, the Ben Stiller thing, which is a random thing. But I, you've mentioned that one a couple times. So I was like, okay, I know he knows her from that. So I do remember having that thought. And then I had the same issue with the dad. The guy who played the dad is that I felt like he looked like someone, but I couldn't think of something you would know him from. Oh. He was Rory's dad in Gilmore Girls. That this actor was or the person that the, you think he the looks actor like? who I think he looks okay. like the actor who I think he looks like but he looked like a weaker chinned <laughs> like sorry that's, not to be cruel that's such a mean like well it just seemed like his the bottom of his face seemed smaller than this guy's but I feel like the top of his face seemed a little bigger so it was just an odd like mega mind <laughs> Not that intensely. And I don't mean it, that sounds so mean. I don't mean it to sound so mean, but just a different head-shaped version. (laughs) So, anyway. Yeah, a lot of my early notes were nitpicky. I just have, I'll say that, okay, where I got angry, that's where I'll bring up. Is I'm not going to talk about the beginning, because I really liked a lot of that. Okay. There were parts about it I didn't like, but I liked a lot of aspects of that. I started to get annoyed 
first of all, I got annoyed with her behavior even before we saw the monstery things with the like when she gets to the the daughter and is always like, it's okay. And then goes outside into the field by herself when she has this house that's making weird noises inside the house and weird lights outside. She leaves the daughter alone. She's and I was constantly like, leaving why that girl alone would to you go not keep her right next to you? Call the police. Yeah. Then go like wait in your car or something. I mean, if you're in a spooky house and your first instinct is to play hide and seek in the cornfield right. with your daughter, you you've already like yeah. gone down a losing path. I did. I was like, have you never seen a horror movie ever? Yeah. Like, why would Stay you play out of hide field. and seek in the cornfield? That seems very not smart. Um, I would never do such a thing. And then. Just, yeah, her behavior just was odd to the point that I was almost thinking like, okay, watch, it's going to end up being one of those that the monsters really were in her mind. And she did like shoot the daughter when she thought she was shooting behind it and that she really has done all this. Probably would have been a better movie. Well, and I feel like it would have made it make more sense with the time jumping of the being grilled by the the doctor, you know, the... What are they called? Police officer. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Same difference. They're all the same thing. <laughs> Although I was going to be really angry if that was the ending. Because I just always get angry when the ending is, no, just the mother has or... a mental illness and killed her child. I'm like, okay, well. Yeah. Maybe she just needed help. <laughs> maybe someone just should have stepped in. That that would be like the second act kind of reveal and then the third act is, is like that it was going to be the mo- dealing yes. with all the ramifications yes. of that and no. so yes and that's exactly how i had it worked out in my head and that's why i get really angry at movies when i imagine a better plot line in my head and then they don't follow it and i'm like hey hey i'm just sitting here in my pajamas nobody called me when they were making this much, uh, creepier storyline here and uh y'all went and did the opposite and did a not as great and suspenseful full version it got very action adventure but not like you know yeah it did lose a lot of the suspense once the monster right. showed up and it just became more of like a let's run from it and then chase it right exactly yeah like it was it was another one of those movies movies please stop doing this where they Plant a seed for a threat, for something that would be very interesting for them to go with or like a route for them to go. And then they go a very different way. Like the guy who, when she Googled, when she Googled, I wrote, the earth is groaning or is the earth groaning? Which I was like, okay, Is that what she searched for? That was the first thing she searched for. And I was like, what about your experience makes you think it's the earth groaning? That seemed like a pretty big leap. But like. Was lucky enough to find a guy that seemed to be in her town. Very nearby. He was very close by. But then when she goes to him after she escapes from the van, which, by the way, was like incredibly lucky that this van turned over. Literally every person in the van dies. Died instantly. Except for her. She got a little scrape on her head. She wasn't even limping when she got out of the the ambulance or prison transport or whatever that thing was. She was able to get up, walk away, fine. Everyone else was not only so, like, dead instantly, but two of them were thrown, like, a mile away. And these these ridiculous cops never think 
to go to her house and like right. see if she's going to try to go there. Feels like that should be the first they, place they would look, they but it's not. They couldn't find her body and they keep going back to the cops looking for a body and like, well, we found this other one, but it's not her. Right. And they never thought to stay, like put one car outside of her house and see if anybody shows up there. Yes. Because sure enough, she does. Right. Well, and like, so she goes to the the... The guy first, who I thought we were going to, she was going to go in and we were finally going to find out more about these creatures of like, why do they have a giant headlight on their face? I mean, and they a little bit do try to explain that, but... Ever so tiny. That was my biggest issue with the movie is how kind of nebulous and ill-defined all of their powers and Right. Yes. Like at one point they seem to kill someone with like... Or not kill him. He'd like grab the thing, grabbed the face of the professor guy or whoever. Yeah. And it was like his hands were like acid. It looked like it was like burning through his face. But then he runs away and then it kills him. But it seems by light because we it just yeah. comes out from under the train thing. And you see all that light under the train. Um, but then he kills like the creature kills the sheriff later by sticking his fingers her belly through her belly it looked like it looked like it was going from her back into her belly yeah. somehow and then like vibrating yeah well and then at towards the very end when he killed the ex-husband he just bit his throat right and just ate him like zombie style right it was so like that was really driving me crazy the the creatures were very ill-defined yes yeah. i wanted them to have a lore because yeah it was sometimes it was name. just staring at the face then it was touching the bellies. Then they were ripping throats. Right. Then they had, down in their little caves, they had the little, like, operating table set up to put the kids on. Right. That they could just strap them down, that they I had, guess, and suck stuff out of their well, faces. And that was something else that bothered me, is that it looked like they had some kids that were, I don't know if they were already dead or if they were, like, on life support in these green, like, tanks. The minority report the tanks stuff, that Yeah, they had. with the stuff coming out of their mouth. And so then I was like, okay, so then why did they... And it's like, with that professor they, guy. They never say what those were, the right. little tanks. And then with the professor guy, why did they go out of their... The creatures go out of their way to get him if she'd been living in this house for days before they kidnapped yeah, the daughter. And they never tried to attack and her. And they didn't try to attack her. Yeah, so it was like really weird that they suddenly started attacking him. Yeah. Well, and so the... I mean, Walter, I know he went to the house, the but... The conspiracy theorist guy that she contacts tells her that they prefer children and they primarily feed on right. children because their inner light is... More pure, more pure. or something. Um, but throughout the movie, they're just eating adults left and right, yeah. sucking their faces and touching their bellies and everything else. Right. Like, it seems like they would be attacking everybody. Right. It seems very weird that they would only be kidnapping children if... If they seem happy to attack everybody because yeah. they tried to attack everybody. Well, and he says like 800,000 children are, are, consu- right. are disappear every year. Are we to believe that all 800,000 of those are taken by these dark light right. demons? I kept waiting for him to give like an estimated number of how many are in this particular fashion or whatever that with reports of what she's been hearing and seeing. But he didn't give any of that. And then... As a conspiracy theorist who, he said he'd been, like, hunting these things forever, he goes into that house so ill-prepared. Yeah. He just, like, walks in and is like, okay, I'm here. And then sees <laughs> one and screams and runs out and then gets Doesn't chased down. does check the back seat. Right. 
Always check your back seat, people. He, he got well, and so he yeah he doesn't check the back seat, and so he the thing starts attacking him from the back seat. Right. And then he crashes the car into like a bush, not even to like a tree or something, but just like some shrubbery, and the thing just. Let's him get out of the car and run away. Like, did the monster get knocked unconscious in the car accident or something? Right. Because it just lets him go and then has to chase him through these fields. But it well, happened. and then we he goes the under the train. Like he goes in the train, and then the thing goes into the train car. He's where he's hiding, and it's walking down the little aisle, making its weird like clicky noise. That it, like, yeah, I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my clicky noise. <laughs> they, um, he goes through and he's making it, and the the creature goes through all the aisles except the one where that guy is. Yeah. He stops short right there and then just leaves because the guy jumps. I mean, he leaves and he goes under the car, but it's like you could have had him oh, there. They, they definitely went to the movie villain school of looking for shit. Right. Because yeah. they did not check goes where he was. under the car and then grabs him. Well, and speaking of the noises that these things make. The first, like, encounter that she really has with them is when they're playing the flashlight tag out yes, in the field. Yes, and then they shine the lights. Yes. And so she's shining her flashlight on the daughter. The daughter flashes her. They run in different directions. And then the big bright light shines on her from the things. But every time it turns on and off, there's a big, like, mechanical ka Like, mm-hmm. they're flipping a lever or something in an old factory. And it's like, aren't these just the creatures making these lights? <laughs> Why does it go, like, ka like there's no there's, they're not robots right it did not like i don't understand it seems like they can see without the light on that they use the light to like scare absorb people. the energy but then apparently also to yeah just scare people by yeah. running around a field maybe they were playing flashlight tag maybe yeah. they were playing flash, flashlight tag they were playing it in the field and she interrupted them. She interrupted their game. <laughs> so the parents were like, "They're ter- she's terrorizing my kids because she walked out with the knife. I'm coming up with a better theory, okay? Oh, <laughs> so, it's like the others where she was the one invading them the, the whole yes, time? Yes, because they'd been there for a while maybe. And like she came out with the knife and started yelling at the, the ones playing out in the field. So maybe Mama Bear was in the house was like, well, if you're going to be that way, then I'll take your kid to play. Yeah. <laughs> like... I don't know that that tracks, but... Well, I thought for sure when they... So she inherited this house from her mom who had recently hung herself. herself. And I thought that that's how we were going to get backstory about these monsters. Me too. Is that the mom found out that these monsters had a portal inside her house. No. And eventually offed herself because she couldn't deal with them or they were coming to get her. No. No. That's just the the way she got into the house. Well, and and they kept saying that that she... The mom before, because the dad kept saying he was worried about her, like the ex-husband, that he was worried about her because that she was she had a nervous breakdown. The mom, right, and have and that the mom had been saying that she was like hearing and seeing stuff before she hung herself, and so to me that kind of alluded that she was hearing and seeing these things. But like, why were if these creatures have been here? I'm a because the the guy had said that the creatures supposedly had been here like you know thousands of years or something like that i don't remember so if they've been around that long surely they were around when she was a little kid like it really i kept thinking it was gonna come back to that that cave did not look freshly dug right and it being like how would 
an inspector miss that and like you know that there was gonna be some connection that it was like it turned out she'd seen them when she was a kid or something like and she just you know repressed it but nope they did not go back to that i'm just so tired of these threads that are left hanging all the time yeah i'm just yeah they never tell you why these things are showing up now right why they were under this house to begin with right how widespread are they are they everywhere in the world did she only kill a couple of them right the last ones alive he had said that they got pushed back or pushed underground or whatever by humans how did we do that if they're capable of sticking their hands on us and melting us with acid and right like killing all of us that quickly and there's if there's like five of them living under that one house I mean, I guess I don't know that there were like five. It could have just been one. But for all the lights that were out in the field, there had to have been at least there were three lights she would always see out in the field. And then one time she saw the three lights out in the field and then the one light in the house. Yeah. So that seems like four at least. Yeah. She only killed one. I only saw one die. Yeah. And then they burned the house down. So I guess they can't come out of that hole anymore. But yeah, there's more of them. There's Right. That's what I put at the end. I was like, wait. Aren't there more? Where did they go? What did they, like... Well, and didn't they... I feel like at the very end, they, like, faded to black and then came back up and tried to set up a sequel. But I don't remember how. Like, they showed one of them moving or something like that. I may not have been. I I may have stopped watching. No, I feel like that sounds correct in my mind of something that would have happened, but that's because lots of movies do that maybe, and that's why I was thinking that. But I feel like you're right, but like I don't remember what it may or may not have shown. Yeah. (laughs) I just, it confused me. I don't, are you going to fast forward to the end so we can see? I'm going to figure this out. Yes. Let's see if they show that. Oh. Yeah, so the house is burning down, and they show the field again, and there's like three or four more lights flashing in the field of these monsters. So she has not killed them. Okay, so she might have just killed that one, and then those three or so that had been out in the field before. really pissed. Right, are going to be even angrier, and I guess try to track her down. She killed the baby. No, I'm telling you, those are the babies. They were out in the field playing. She came upon them, interrupted, they tried to play the game with her because they were doing the same thing that she had been doing. And then she came out the next night when they were playing and threatened them with a knife and the police. And so then the mom was like, well, I'm going to threaten your kids. And that's, that's what this is all about. That's what we'll find out in the sequel. So, so (laughs) So to recap, you are on the side of the creatures that abducted the little girl and tried to suck her life force out from her I am absolutely not on their side. I'm saying there's more to the story, though, that we missed and that this whole thing started. (laughs) We need to hear their side before we really decide on what's going on here. I mean, the mom is at fault, but should we fault the children who were just playing out in the field? They were playing with her? Yes. They're monsters. (laughs) They are creatures of unknown origin or species but that doesn't automatically make them a monster maybe they can live on other things than life force we don't know okay now i'm not gonna argue this yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna argue for the rights of these these mo- creatures that we have no idea what the world around them maybe, is maybe we could just feed them death row prisoners <laughs> so we don't have to stop it you know that's not what i'm saying at all they deserve <laughs> to feast no it's not what i'm saying it would be interesting, though, if that was like 
the twist at the like we found out at the end or something is that it had been kids and they had just been playing in the field so she thought she was being threatened this whole time but that the creature was just you know i just i feel like that's an interesting don't give me that look you you're telling me that wouldn't be interesting to have it been that she thought that she was being threatened by these lights but that it was really that it turns into like a family drama between the neighbors of you threatened my kid and you threatened my yes and it just started on this Complete misunderstanding of two then, species who can't end, relate. They just learn to get along and their kids walk to school together and stuff like that. You don't get me at all. <laughs> That's not at all what I'm saying. I, th- I get the kids just want to be friends, but the parents can't see eye to eye because they're different species. Kind of. Yes. Or maybe the kids didn't realize someone that what they were doing was even dangerous or, you know, because anyway. I I thought you wanted me to suck the life force out of your face. No, I'm saying the kids didn't do any of that stuff. I'm saying they were just playing like flashlight tag out in the fields and that it was the mom who did the sucking the life force of everybody. That the mom deserves to die. Yes, because she has gone around killing people. So who's going to take care of the kid? The baby monster. The three. They're, you know. They'll be all right. They'll learn to suck on faces on their own. got an uncle or aunt out in the mountains somewhere. Then we're going to have to kill (laughs) Uncle Face Sucker. Only, oh my gosh. (laughs) This falls apart when you start to (laughs) pry into it. No, because you're mistaking my argument for saying that there's nothing, as as saying that they're not really... uh, at, that it's like a these creatures are good or innocent, as I'm saying that the that it was an innocent thing that set it off to get started, and that that to me is an interesting premise to take something innocent as threatening, and then a whole war between two species is started. All right, I look forward to reading that script shortly because you you have mapped out the entire thing so far, and I love it. I don't like. Your tone, sir. What do you have? What are your thoughts on it? Because basically, you just heard my thoughts and then laughed at my theories. So what are your thoughts? (laughs) On on your your proposed screenplay? No, what are your thoughts on the movie? It was not bad. I mean, it wasn't great. I would have changed some stuff. I would have shown the monster more, which you think is not something that I should have done, but or that they should have done. I think if you have a good monster to show, show it more. If you don't See, have a good monster to show, if it's not... I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad, but I didn't think it was great either. Like, right. it just looked like a guy in a suit with a big head on. I guess the way I looked at it is, like, if you are if you have a CGI monster, it costs you money every scene that that CGI monster is in, because you have to build it and have somebody animate it. Right. But if it's a guy in a suit, once you build the suit, like, you can put him in any scene, so you might as well use him as much as you can. Yeah, my way of coming from it is not a monetary stance. It is a visual sense of if your monster can't live up to how scary it's supposed to be, then you shouldn't show it that much because let the audience fill it in and, like, they see the claws coming and grabbing the, the like, doing the thing under the train where you see it grabbing and then you see the flash of light. That would be creepier if it didn't, to me, seem like a guy in a gray unitard with a big football <laughs> helmet 
I don't know. That's yeah. my. I also thought nitpicky. it was uh, odd that their weakness was like lamps. Like she stuck it with that lamp one time and it was like. Yeah, I didn't understand that. So like electricity, because she tases one at one right. point. So I guess. It's at- electricity. Yeah. But that's, I thought that that's how they were going to have to kill it. At the end of the movie was some kind of electrical something. Right. that's how they were able to hurt it originally. And then they were like, no, we're just going to set this shit on fire. Right. Me too. As I thought it was going to have to do something with that, like a giant search. Well, and that the creatures seemed to be able to control the electricity to some degree. Because whenever yeah, they, they came up, it would be flickering. And, and yeah. yeah. So it's, again, ill-defined powers of yes. these creatures well because yeah the only thing they ever really said that the walter guy said when he was describing them is that they feed on inner light which right. is like what even is I, that yeah because i'm guessing like her, a soul or something it kidnaps her daughter and takes her down to the little operating table right. and is sucking on her face for a while right the ex-husband shows up and they try to save her and all the while it's like sucking out her so like what is left is she like has, is three quarters of her inner light gone? Yeah, I wonder that too. Of like, what does that mean for what's remaining of her? I or is they it were that... going to have to get it back somehow and yeah. just let it be? They don't like defining their world in this one. No, and I really wish they did because I feel like it would have made for a better movie if I'd have known what it was they were actually stealing from these children or from these people to right. kill them. And it was able to kill Walter relatively quickly it was able to kill yeah. the sheriff relatively quickly right but, but it was not... sucking on that little girl for all that i know <laughs> That's i a had weird this sentence that is a weird <laughs> gross sentence Let's... it was like pulling her light out for it. like 10 minutes yeah and when and it they'd stopped had her she for... was just okay they'd obviously had her for days i guess because they have so much pure inner light i guess and it fades as you become an adult i don't know and so were they draining like they never they never explained, okay, so what was with the nosebleeds? Because the mom got nosebleeds, too. Yeah. So had they been draining her light, and that's why she got the nosebleeds? Like, or did they just have some kind of telepathic connection to know when these things were coming and when they were angry? Right. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. That nosebleed almost got that little girl taken away from her, though. Right? That cop was not having it. Right? She well, said she told me she didn't want to go home. Maybe she would have still been here if they had taken her home. <laughs> so maybe they should have stepped in. Yeah. Or gone to her well, house or, when she disappeared. She, the woman like goes after she like when she was like on the run or whatever, she goes into like the floorboard and gets out a gun and like a huge stack of hundreds. And, like, shoves it in her pocket. I wrote Because I guess they were going to go on the run. Why did she have this in the first place? Why didn't she take that money, if she had it, and go stay at a safe hotel until they could figure out, is this something that's, like, coming after my daughter? Or is this something that is just at this house? Like, do I need to just sell the house and have us never go back in it? I was wondering why she had all that stuff under her floorboard in the first place. Yeah, I don't know. that. I don't. It's not like she needed to bug out at a moment's notice. Right. You know, in right. the start of the movie, she was just moving into this house to get her life back together after having a nervous breakdown. Right. They said she bought the guns like shortly before her daughter went missing. And I'm guessing it's because she'd been freaking out because of hearing the okay, yeah, I do remember that creatures. But I don't know why she, I mean, I guess she hid them under the floorboards because she didn't know what these creatures looked like or if they were just people like living in her walls or whatever and so uh, i guess she put them there to hide it 
I don't know. <laughs> so All right. We got to the bottom of that. That's for yep. sure. <laughs> we figured that one out. Also, one of the other little things that I was annoyed by at the very end, when the dad is helping the or the ex-husband, the dad, whoever I can't remember his actual name, so I, I just know. keep calling him the dad. But he's he's down in the caves with them. And he sacrifices himself. He's like, you get her out of here. Right. And runs and is just like, come get me. Mm-hmm. And I would love for just once for that to not work on a villain. When they see right. somebody going like, ah, come and get me. And to just be like, no. no. Got a victim over here right. that I don't have to chase. This is the one I'm wanting. <laughs> and they're right there. <laughs> it kind of seems like you're up to something. Like right. they're trying to distract me. Exactly. But nope, works like a charm. It chases her away. She Every grabs time. the daughter and burns the house down. Yeah. Yeah, and I still want to know what were the... Maybe they planned on making a sequel, but I don't know, because there's nothing written about it out there. Yeah. There's nothing out there about this. Um, The movie itself is, and its production, is shrouded in as much mystery as its <laughs> as plot creatures and, and creatures. where they came from and what they want. And why they have the things that they have and why they do the things they do. And like... Why we should care about them. Right. And how can she hear them in her walls? And sometimes, like, how do they move the doors on their own without moving the doors? They were opening and closing these doors. Right. And they never explained how that worked. They never touched them or anything. Like, and sometimes she'd hear the scratching sounding like it was in her walls, but they only showed them. Well, no, they showed them behind a door one time, but they mainly showed them coming up through the elevator thing. Like, when yeah. she went down there, she had to go through the elevator well, thing. Well, there was that one scene, and it was the one time that I was genuinely, like, jumped from mm-hmm. scaring when she was trying to look in that trunk, because she heard him rattling yeah. around in that trunk and oh, opened it up, right. and it was a big hole, and she started to lean in, and it reached out and grabbed her head. Yeah, that's that one. Me. That one got me. I was like, woo! That got but, me. I mean, I knew it was coming, but yes. it's like, even though you know those jump scares are coming, sometimes they still make you jump. Yes. Especially if you're a jumpy person like me. (laughs) But yeah, like it was just, it was very, it was very odd how they set all that up or didn't set it up. Like, I just don't know what the parameters were. And I guess we've decided that there weren't children playing flashlight tag out in the (laughs) fields. Decided that was dumb. Yeah, apparently we decided that was dumb. And now it's time for our best and worst segment, where we scour the internet and find the best things that people had to say about this movie and the worst things that people had to say. Uh, This week, Sadie gets the honor of reading (laughs) the best review we could find. And Matt gets the fun of reading the bad ones. Okay, so this movie did not have a score on Rotten Tomatoes yet. It had a whopping 17% audience review score, right? That's what that, yeah. Yeah. Um, And a 4.1 out of 10 on IMDb. So our first review, or, well, I only have one good review, but (laughs) our good review from Anton Bytel Bytel, um, at Sci-Fi Now says, the oxymoronic title of Dark Light involves a paradox, like a Buddhist Cone, it announces the film as a contradictory challenge that the viewer must try to resolve, even if resolution is ultimately impossible. As a skeptical Sheriff Dickerson interviews Annie about her violent behavior and her now-missing daughter, 
We are no more certain than the law officer whether Annie is deranged and dangerous or somehow a victim. Okay, that played across, but now I don't know whether or not that was supposed to play across because they didn't ever put that as more of a story. It surely didn't seem intentional. Right. Writer, director, sorry if I mispronounce it, Padraig, Padridge, uh, Reynolds is something of an expert at negotiating these kinds of ambiguities. While Annie insists that something monstrous has been repeatedly invading the house and has taken Emily, Padridge initially piles on details about Annie's fraught inner life that tell against Annie's version of events. Maybe in much the same way that the film expressly visualizes Annie's nightmares, it also maintains Annie's deluded point of view throughout. Maybe the only monsters are in Annie's mind, as she passes her own inherited madness down to the next young woman in the Knox line. How did they get that? Because the ending did not (laughs) allude to that at all. They definitely are pulling stuff out that was not discussed or alluded to really in this movie. Maybe, maybe they only watched the beginning and had that same thought that we did of like, that's what it's going to be. And they fell asleep and woke up and were like, oh shit, I was supposed, I was supposed to write, to write a review. review. I've got to get it in now because they definitely didn't like at the end, they seem to leave no illusion that the creatures are real. That like, yeah, I mean, they killed a couple people. That she wasn't there to do. Yeah, she wasn't around when, when Walter died. Right, she was locked in a room. And then the ex-husband, unless the whole the idea is that the ex-husband didn't see the monsters and that was supposed to, but there's nothing that alluded to that. There was nothing. Okay. And yeah. You're just wrong. Sorry. <laughs> end of story. <laughs> the end. So uh, for our bad reviews, we have a couple. Again, not a lot of professional reviews that we could find, but we we dug around and found some. Uh, From Rogers Movie Nation, they say, It's a humorless fright fest with corpses, mildly impressive effects, a big league string orchestra score, and sturdy work by Madsen in the lead. She doesn't give us panic, just fright. The weeping moments don't sell the picture, and not giving anybody anything cool or clever or quippish to say robs her of her performance and those in support of any pop the picture might have had. But, as creature features go, any given weekend we can say, hey, I've seen worse. Which is pretty accurate. I have definitely seen way worse. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, C.B. Newham, an IMDb reviewer, says that Aliens in Heaven a Farmhouse starts out creepy, ends up laughable. This movie has so many plot holes, it's not even worth listing them. One minute, the woman in search of her daughter is acting like Ripley. The next, she's acting like a dumb scream queen from the 50s. There is only one plot point I will mention because it's really annoying once you realize this movie is set in the present. Why not take a video or pictures of the things she later describes to the police who don't believe her? She has two opportunities to do this. Sheesh. Two out of ten. Okay. That review, spot on. Yeah. Spot on says everything that I had said, even down to a very good suspenseful beginning and then... Craps the bed shortly Yes, exactly. I was going to say poops all over it. (laughs) (laughs) So does that um, about... Oh, wait. We have Sadie's rabbit hole now, don't we? We have Sadie's rabbit hole. Except... Sadie couldn't find trivia. (laughs) I looked everywhere. Like, I looked everywhere. I searched my usual places of, like, I always start with uh, IMDb and Wikipedia. And there's nothing. I looked into the actresses, like, the actors in it. I looked into the director. And there's just not really much of note. 
This movie doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Right. It doesn't have a Wikipedia page. No one, like, there's a couple of YouTube reviews of it that people have given, but there's, like, there are no press releases about it. There, it's just, it's very, the monsters put it out or something. That it was just, it's very secretive about it. So, instead, as a little treat, as a throwback to last week, we thought it might be fun for you to know what movies that, you know, the roommate we talked about was nominated for seven different awards, two MTV Movie Awards, um, and then five Teen Choice Awards. So I have for you who they lost to. But I also do have another little fun fact about this. In The Roommate, the casting director was also the casting director for two different CW shows. Uh Uh-oh. Conspiracy confirmed. Or that could be why they had a bunch of CW, but no, I no. think it's right. I think it's, Absolutely I think that's just conspiracy. deepening the, the circle of the conspiracy. There is something fishy going on. Like there is something fishy that, with the fact that these people were nominated for these awards at all, because they were nominated up to people like against people like from Harry Potter, Black Swan, Water for Elephants. What? Um, like Water for Elephants was nominated for a Teen Choice Award. It won. Wow. Spoilers. Um, well, oh, sorry. Know, I was thinking about it that I can see why this movie made money and why it was popular with the teenage crowd because it is exactly the type of movie that I would have gone to see like in high school on a date or like with a group of friends or something like that. Some I want to hear about PG-13, your dates. like kind of thrilling, kind of adult seeming movie that you can still get into in high school. And I think that's where a lot of the money and success of that movie came from. Yeah, I just can't imagine them liking it enough to nominate for Teen Choice Awards against, like I said, like in some of these categories, like the ones that they all lost to, it's very understandable why they lost. So here, well, for most of them, I'll say. So here is what it is, and you'll also get to find out what fun Teen Choice um, categories they were in. So, Leighton Meester was uh, nominated for Best Villain. Uh, at the 2011 MTV Movie Awards, and she lost out to Tom Felton from Harry Potter, um, and this was the Deathly Hollows Part 1. Um, and in fact, that was the same category, Best uh, Choice Movie Villain for Teen Choice Awards, and she lost to the same Tom Felton from um, Harry oh, Potter and the Deathly Hollows. Double burn. Yeah, Tom really, I mean, you're going to pick. Tom Felton as Draco Malfoy or Leighton. It's Tom Felton, obviously. It's Draco Malfoy. Okay. Anyway, I'm the Harry Potter nerd, not him, so he doesn't get it. <laughs> anyway, Minka Kelly um, was nominated for <laughs> Best Scared scared as Shit Performance, is what it was called, the Yikes. category for the MTV Movie Awards. She lost to Ellen Page from Inception. What? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a weird one. I was like, <laughs> "What?" Okay, I mean, Ellen Page deserves lots of awards. She's wonderful. But I she love was her. Not scared in that but, movie, but yeah, really? I'm trying to think of what like there was. I don't know. Suspenseful stuff happened. Yeah, she was. She was like worried about worried. What yeah, the team was she up was. To, but she was not scared as yeah, shit. Yeah, like that was weird. That was a weird choice. So then, for the Teen Choice Awards. This was somehow nominated as a choice drama movie and lost to Black Swan. Cam Gigant. 
gigantid, looks like gigantid, det, gigantid, I don't know how you say his name. I don't pronounce things correctly. Cam, uh, who was the boyfriend, um, he was a choice movie actor for a drama. He lost to Robert Pattinson for Water for Elephants. Which was extra surprising because it's a Teen Choice Awards and it's the same year that Twilight Eclipse came out. So, I mean, good for them for picking <laughs> one of her elephants. Anyway, so Minka Kelly lost Choice Actress in a Drama to Natalie Portman in Black Swan. And a little side note, Leighton Meester was also nominated for Choice Actress in a Drama, but for her movie Country Song, which I've never heard of. Country Strong. Nope, that's what it is. Country Strong. You're right. <laughs> My bad. And then Ali Michalka or whatever, the one who's the curly haired blonde friend with the belly button ring that got pit- ripped out. Well, Macaulay Culkin. Yes. Um, for the shower scene, she was nominated for female scene stealer. Ooh. But she lost to Ashley Green was, in Twilight Eclipse. Was she nominated or was her belly button nominated? Just her. Um, <laughs> there is no parentheses belly button listed next to her name, so I have to assume it was just her, but I'm not positive. To be fair, I'm not positive. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to you next week on that. <laughs> I'll look more into it. So is that our rabbit oh, hole? Oh, that is our rabbit hole for today. Sorry for the flashback to roommate, but dark light, you ain't giving me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Coming back to Dark Light, uh, we need to come up with a, a rating scale. Yeah. For those unfamiliar with our process, we rate things on a one to five scale. Uh, you would you want to get a one. Ones are the best. Fives are the worst. Uh, we change the unit every week to have something to do with our movie. And so this week, we will make it a scale of one to five mm. glowing dome heads. Yeah. That works. Glowing dome heads. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park on my first try. <laughs> Maybe it was more of a, I'm getting a headache, so I didn't want to think about it anymore. But yeah, knocked it out of the park, babe. <laughs> now, <laughs> now my parade has been poo-pooed on. Not to take away from your victory. So. I love you so much. You raging bully. This week... Um, what did you give this movie on a scale of one to five? One being the best and five being the worst. Okay, so I gave it like a two. Okay. Surprisingly enough. Because I think that the first like 20 to 30 minutes, they had me, man. They had me. I was willing to overlook how the dramatic scenes dragged and stuff like that because the suspenseful parts really got me. And then it just all went downhill and they didn't tie any of the loose ends up at the end. And that just annoyed the tar out of me. But it definitely is up there with the I've seen much worse horror movies. Absolutely. I've absolutely seen worse uh, I also gave it a two. We match a lot. We do not like, what is up with come that? up with this beforehand, I promise. We really don't. But yeah, and again, for kind of the same reasons, like the bones of a good movie are in there. Right. Um, Like the cinematography was fine. I didn't think the actors were particularly terrible or anything like that. It's just, I wanted more of the monster. You wanted more of the suspense. But yeah, yeah it just, they were on a good path and then made some decisions that 
aren't the best. Right. Well, and I'll even say, I will concede that the monster, while I wasn't excited about it or anything, it was like, I was thinking, this is a really, this is actually a really good movie. And then I saw the monster, I was like, okay, I'm reminded that this is a very low budget movie. And then things started to not make sense. But I've seen a lot of budget horror film monsters that were worse on that too. Yeah. And I could not find information about the budget of this or the, the box yeah. office of it or no, anything. No, there's nothing about it I anywhere. I cannot imagine the budget was very large. And so, I, yeah, they did what they could. I think it might have just been released only on, well, it doesn't say Netflix original or anything, but like yes. if they only got it streaming or something, I don't know. I did see that the person that made the suit had also worked on Planet of the Apes and something else. I feel like... I feel like, no, the makeup the person, one of the makeup people had also worked on The Monster, which is a really good, suspenseful, like, horror movie monster creature feature. I love creature features. Anyway, <laughs> um, do you have an alternate title? I do. Okay, um, go ahead. Hit me with it. Mine, I think they should have called it Light Suckers. <laughs> Light Suckers is good. I like that. My thought is a just being very blatantly honest that um, the scarecrow is creepier. <laughs> <laughs> Was it you I, really? I I don't like scarecrows in the first place, though. Maybe that's what Good it is. Know. It's like a creepy, weird body just hanging in a field. And maybe I've also seen too many, like, there's an episode of Criminal Minds where a scarecrow turns out to be a real bot. Like, they think from far away it's a scarecrow. I feel like they did something like that with, like... I don't know, Supernatural, maybe a lot of... Jeepers Creepers. I've seen, I haven't seen that one, actually, and I won't because of the director, but I have seen too many creepy uses of scarecrows that I just look at one and I'm like, no, you're just creepy. Maybe I'm secretly part crow. All right. <laughs> well, there you have it. Um, I guess that wraps up uh, our thoughts on Dark Light. Yep, yep. Uh, so next week, we will be diving into a more haunted machinery story yes a haunted polaroid camera yes in the movie polaroid yes the movie is called polaroid uh it is available on netflix Netflix. currently uh the synopsis is a high school loner bird fitcher has no idea what dark secrets are tied to the polaroid camera she finds it doesn't take long to discover that those who have their picture taken with it soon die but i'm glad we're finally doing like a ghosty thing You do love a good ghost. I love ghost story stuff. All right, let's uh, take a listen to a clip from Polaroid. This shadow? I saw the exact one last night before the party in Tyler's photo. What are you talking about? I took a photo of him with this. Right before he died. And that shadow was in the picture? Wait, what? I don't see a shadow. No, that's exactly my point. After Tyler died, the shadow moved to Avery's photo. And then when Avery died, it moved again. I I think you're all in danger. Good one, Bird. You should submit that shit to Creepypasta. All right, there you have it. Polaroid is available on Netflix now. Uh, Go ahead and give it a watch and hear what we have to say about it next week. Until then, as always, check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, share us with all your friends, tell them how brilliant and amazing and awesome our show is. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Leave us comments, ask us questions. We're very receptive to- Share your- 
people that want to reach out to us. Right. And share your favorite bad, scary movies or bad horror movies. Ones that you've watched that you were disappointed in and you would like us to watch and talk about. All that jazz. And yeah, as always, go wash your hands. Yeah, stay, stay inside, at home. Stay safe. I don't care what the governor of your state is <laughs> Stay home. Stay home if you can, as much as possible. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, go watch Polaroid. Polaroid.